This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to I Have to Call My Sister. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. We're here to keep it real, tell crazy stories, talk about why you shouldn't worry about those pounds on your body, and how it's okay to sometimes feel a little cray. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 11. This is Stacy here all by herself. And the reason is because we've actually already recorded episode 11, but there has been some crazy news since it happened and my sister does not know about this news. So I found something out on Instagram and I know for a fact that my sister has not checked it yet because she is not here. She is grocery shopping. So I have to call my sister and tell her the news. I'm going to record it. Here we go. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Kayla. This is your sister Stacy calling. Hi, why are you talking like that? <laughs> okay, remember that Caitlin Bristow contest that we entered? Yes. Like, obviously. Did you check <laughs> Did you check Instagram in the last, like, 30 seconds? No, why? I've been obsessively checking. Because, Kayla, we are the winners of the contest! Stop it, I don't believe you. I've been obsessively checking Hang on. I have to check. No, Kayla, Kayla, guess what? Not only are we the winners, but she mentions your name and my name in her Instagram story. She calls you Kayla, which is funny because I know you don't like when people call you Kayla. Like you like to be called Kayla. Oh my God, but I'm fine with her calling me that. Stop it. I need to watch the video. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> She's your, like, you're like obsessed with her. I'm obsessed. Stop. We I knew it. I feel like I still- no, I know you would never pull. No, I'm not pranking you. Prank. We put this, we put our positive energy into the universe and we were like, Kayla, we're going to win. We're going to win. So we won Caitlin Bristow's approval. You're her biggest fan. And we also won a thousand US dollars. Like, I'm not upset about wait, that. Wait, why are you talking like this? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Wait, I'm recording. Wait, you think I'm talking different? Yes. I'm recording you for the podcast. I'm going to put this at the beginning of the podcast. But like, okay, but well, also it bothers me that you think I talk different on the podcast. Yeah, you're like being too professional. No, I'm not being professional. I just realized I'm explaining the contest and like, obviously, you know, we've won a thousand dollars. You're like, do you remember that Caitlin Bristol contest? Okay, I can't handle this. I know. Okay, I'll let you go. We'll start our episode. You oh go God, check okay. out the story. Love you so much. Bye. I'm so freaking excited. What's the deal with cell phones these days? What's the deal okay, who, with who are you like children? Who is that? <laughs> What's that? It's Jerry Seinfeld. Do you know this might be controversial? But I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. Why don't you like Jerry Seinfeld? I don't know. He bugs me. I don't like Seinfeld because he goes what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, no, is that like a comedy bit he does? Well, no, he's a stand-up. He's a stand-up comedian. And I'm, I'm exaggerating, but he does do like, "What's the deal with?" And then like, enter subject. No, no, no. You would like Jerry Seinfeld. Have you ever watched comedians in cars getting coffee? No, because I saw his face on the ad. <laughs> oh my god! Like we started our whole episode. I hate Jerry Seinfeld. Like Jerry Seinfeld's like, I, I think you would like him. Okay. Did you see that one where he um. Kesha was wanted to hug him and he didn't know who she was and she said, Can I have a hug? I'm a big fan. And he went, No thanks. <laughs> and then no. she's like, please, please let me hug you. He's like, No, thank you. And then she walked away and then someone's like, That was Kesha. He's like, Yeah, I don't care or know who that is. Oh, that's funny. Yes. All right, I'll give him a chance. <laughs> well, this episode has already started in a disastrous way. 
because Kayla hates Jerry Seinfeld. But that is exactly what this episode is about today. This is the disaster episode. We're just going to tell you like the disastrous things that have happened in our lives having to do with our jobs and parenting. And it's just like everyone thinks that we have this glamorous life, but we're going to tell you some stories that have happened to us that are just like so funny and did not work out for us. Like a couple weeks ago when the police came to our house. (laughs) Oh my God, that was so scary. Okay, you know how like, um, well, actually the rule has changed now to 10 people, but the thing before was um, you were allowed to have a maximum of five people having to do with the coronavirus. So we were together planning the podcast and we had f- less than five people and the socially neighbors... Socially distanced outside. Less than five people socially distanced outside planning the podcast and a neighbor thought we were having a raging party because we are so loud that it seemed like there were so many people at the house, but it was just like the kids and Kayla and I. And then the police came to the door and then Monroe and Leo are like obsessive and Monroe was like, we are going to prison for sure. He was so scared. And I'm like, Monroe, because it's not, it wasn't the police. It was a parole officer. Well, she had she like looked a, like a police she officer. She had a belt, yeah. like the belt with yeah. all the stuff on. And he was so scared and like. Wait, it wasn't a parole officer. What is it? It was like. Or not a parole <laughs> officer. I meant a bylaw, a city bylaw by-law officer. officer. It was a parole officer to check me and my <laughs> anklets. Like. <laughs> A bylaw officer. It was a bylaw officer. She was like so nice. She was nice. But it was also horrifying. And, and then Mon- and Monroe was like, I know we're going to prison because she stayed. So we said we have less people. Sorry, we're just loud and obnoxious. But she stayed sitting outside of our house like a movie. She was like spying, like thinking we were going to have like the 20 loud people come out of the house after that, which is so embarrassing for us because like that is how obnoxious we are. That neighbors complain a party is happening. No, I know. But it was I- just another day. Yeah. <laughs> so I left because Monroe was so stressed. I know he was really stressed. He said and he you talked need to leave. For hours after he said you you need to leave, Auntie Stacy. And I was like, okay. And then I just like left because <laughs> I'm like, we're not going to jail, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, that was great, and we didn't get arrested. But today we're gonna start talking about like things that have happened in our career that didn't work out exactly as planned. So should I just go right into it, Kayla? Yeah. Okay. So. For some of you who know, who listen to the podcast, I am a singer. I perform with my band, which I miss doing so much. I can't wait for the first gig to like perform all together because, oh my God, it's going to be so fun. We had this gig in the United States. So I do this thing where like I audition to sing at universities and colleges in the United States and it gives you like the opportunity to get hired from multiple like of the big fancy universities. And in the US, they have so much money at their schools. Like they just like have money to spend and they'll like do these huge entertainment days, like set up a carnival, like it's it's crazy. The one day was just like me and Nick Jonas and then like whatever. What? Yeah, I didn't get to meet him, but oh, he went right before me. Yeah, so I know crazy. I didn't. He left before I got to go on stage. But him. yeah, anyway, so like they, they'll hire like big celebrities because they have that much money, and I'm either like opening for them, or if they have a bit less money, then I'm the headliner. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there was this one school. It took us. I think eight to ten hours to drive there. We packed the whole band into the car. It's this massive auditorium. Like it's like a gymnasium thing that they usually do their concerts in. We had to set up all of our sound equipment. Um, my, My boyfriend was there playing bass. So he always is like super stressed out about making it perfect. We had a sound person. We had drums, saxophone, guitar. Like it was just like everyone was there. And we're setting up and I think we had to go on at like 8 p.m. that night. And um, at 7.55 p.m., we look around and like there's no one there yet. And outside there were all these food trucks. It was this massive yard, like 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 a football field filled with food trucks and events and like vendors and all this stuff. And I went outside and there was nobody there. And I went up to the organizer who was this young guy who was the one who was like responsible for spending all the money. And I said, hey, like, it, we're supposed to start in five minutes, right? And he's like, yeah. And then I said, where, where, do, where is everybody? And there was supposed to be like, like something like 15,000 people showing up at this event. 15,000 or 1,500? 1, yeah. No, 15,000. Like throughout the night, not all in one audience, but it was like throughout this festival today, we're going to have 15,000 of our students show up this, at this event. So it was probably going to be like 2,000 people watching the show or something like that. There was zero people there. And I said, yeah, I know. And I said, so what's going on? And he goes, um, 
I think we I think we realized we forgot to tell uh, the students this event was happening tonight. Oh my God. So um, the students aren't aware of this event is happening tonight. And I was like, uh, what do you what do you mean? Like, and he's like, yeah, there's no uh, there, there probably isn't going to be out. You know, we're, you know what we're going to do. We're going to do a blast email right now and just send it out to everyone. Try, try to get them out. And now exams are going on right now. So a lot of students might not be able to make it out, but we're going to just, you know, send a lot of Facebook messages. We'll send a blast email, get people out. And I was like, and you want me to start in in, in five minutes? And he was like, yeah. So what happened was, obviously, it would have been better if I didn't perform because there was no one to perform to. But he got awkward thinking it would be awkward to ask me not to perform anymore. So... We were laughing so hard because he made us go on. And the reason I still went on is because I wanted my paycheck at the end. He made us go on to an empty audience. And I've never sang harder in my life. We did a big entrance. This whole video was documented and I have it on my Instagram channel. You can uh, go to Stacy K Music and you can find on my um, IGTV. I have it's called Disaster Gig. It is the funniest thing ever. It's so funny because isn't Steven like the sound person, the one videotaping it? Because there's no not a single person there. He just goes yes. like, where the audience would be sitting. Yeah, we didn't need doing... a sound person. Yeah, didn't... <laughs> we didn't need a sound person. So I would say, Steven, you need to document this. And he's like filming it. And so like the only people that were there were the ones that were running the event that forgot to invite the people. And then at one point they left <laughs> because all the food vendors food was getting cold. So the one bonus thing of this night is we ended up we were supposed to perform for an hour and a half. We performed like three songs. We left, tore down. The vendors had all of this food that was free for the students. They gave us so oh, much delicious amazing. food. We get in our car, we drive 10 hours back home, and that's it. They just they literally well, at forgot. least you still fully got paid, but that sucks. But isn't that, that I think it was I think one of the my most like favorite gigs I've ever done in my life. It That's was just so, so funny. funny. We were laughing so hard and we thought it was funnier if we tried harder than ever yeah. on stage <laughs> to an audience of no one. I was doing like my fast Buster Rhymes rap to to there was a guy bouncing a volleyball in the back who, who was like the guy responsible for the napkins or something. That is so like this funny. this is not the only time something like that has happened. Like just the USA just it, they have so much money to waste. And the thing is as long as they can say they've spent it in the budget, they will not get in trouble for that. They just need to spend the money. Yeah. He's like, I hope you had a fun night tonight. Oh like he, he was not acknowledging what was happening because he yeah. was so uncomfortable. So he's like, thank you guys for coming out. Um, Great set. And I hope you have a great drive home. And I was like, thank you, sir. Bye. Oh, my God. He's like 22. So uh, bye. But you know bye. he was like the most stressed. He wasn't that stressed. Not as stressed as he should have been. No, that's the problem. He wasn't stressed at all. I I think we forgot to tell the students about... (laughs) You think you forgot to tell them? Did you forget to tell them? (laughs) Like, anyway, so that was disaster gig number one. Now, I'm a singer, and that's my job. But your job, like, that you get money for is, like, a crazy job. But I think the craziest job out of all the jobs that you have is being a mom. Because it was unexpected. Very unexpected. You guys always made fun of me because I became an unexpected mom and it started at the baby shower where I really knew like I was very excited but I was also very stressed and so we had this baby shower and I was like still at the point in time where I think we talked about this before where I was like awkward that I was pregnant and I didn't want anyone to know and so at my baby shower it's all revolved around me and people are giving me these presents and I hate opening presents in front of people. Apparently, that's what you have to do to baby shower. No, I hate it. Wait, can we stop for a yes. second? Why? Who enjoys that? Do you actually know of anyone who enjoys opening their presents in front of other people? Well, no, but everyone was telling me to do it. So I think that I don't think and anyone no one enjoys wants opening. To watch. I think some people actually like watching. Really? Which is I hated it more than anything. So I'm receiving all of these gifts and I'm opening them and I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, this is so nice. And like, I literally turned to Stacey. I'm like, I don't know what this is. So there was like, I remember the one thing was like, um, this is so stupid now that I think about it, is there was like a tub. And I'm like, but I already have a tub. Like, why do I need a oh, little tub? But it was, tub? A, it was a newborn was like baby a newborn tub. newborn tub and it had like a little thing. But then I'm like, okay, now looking back, I'm like, clearly a newborn can't just swim in a tub, like a full-size <laughs> tub. 
And so th- I was just like receiving so many things and I was so uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my God, this is so nice. Thank you so much. And like clothes looked way too small. And I'm like, I, th- this, like there's no yeah. way this baby can be this small. And then when I put it on them, it was actually too big on them. Like it was just crazy. But the one thing as well. So not only was I confused at the baby shower, I also, I remember the one time Stacey and I were sitting together and we were talking about like me having a baby and I'm like, how do you brush like newborn's teeth? Like, do I have to get a little toothbrush and like brush their teeth? And then Stacy's like, wait, do newborns have teeth? And I was like, I don't do that. I don't think they have teeth, but wait, do they have teeth? And so then we had to like, research it. <laughs> And we were like, oh, my God, we're so stupid. Like, wait, I know that makes us sound stupid, but we were just having one of those moments where we were trying to think of every single thing that you needed to learn. And then you're like, how do I brush the baby's teeth? And I was like, I couldn't picture in my head if it had gums or teeth. Can you imagine a newborn with just like full teeth? That would be horrifying. (laughs) Like a little zombie baby. Like with our like massive (laughs) chiclets. So clearly I was like not prepared for this. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Um, and then I always remember, so I was in the hospital room and the nurse <laughs> kept saying to me, stop bearing down. Side note, I also thought it was burrowing this whole time. And then and tell then, them what mom said in our, we, we were doing our like brainstorm session about the episode before we said this. And Kayla said, oh yeah, when I was like burrowing down. And then mom's like, Kayla, what do you keep saying? Like, why are you saying burrowing? I'm like, because they kept telling me to stop burrowing down. She's like, Kayla, it's not burrowing, it's bearing down. And I'm like, I've been telling people this forever that they told me to stop burrowing down. And she's, she's like, like, don't make yourself sound like, like dumb, Kayla. And I'm like, I've. I'm not trying to make myself sound dumb. This, this is a real thing. Like this is just what's been happening. She's like, she's like, burrowing is what happens to a rabbit. Like a and rabbit guys, burrows. You know, babies don't have teeth. And we're like, uh, no, we didn't. We had to, <laughs> we had to Google it. <laughs> I just and and now that I think about it, I'm like, that was so dumb of us. But it, like, really, genuinely, at the time, we did not know this stuff. So yeah. in the um, hospital, they kept saying, "Stop bearing down," and I'm like, I don't know what bearing is. And I remember being like stop telling me to stop bearing down because I don't know what this means. And then I learned that they were saying that I was, that means you're like pushing when you're not supposed to be pushing. And I'm like, I am not pushing. Okay, but that makes me mad at the doctors too. Like, chill out, buddy. Like, someone's trying to like give birth and clearly you're using all your fancy terms. <laughs> I bet you a lot of people know what that means. Just like everyone but knows But you're using your does. fancy terms and maybe my sister doesn't know what you mean right now in her state of mind. No, I know. She was, she was really mean. Talk in layman's terms. Yes. <laughs> stop pushing yes but like i wasn't pushing so it was making me really angry and then his head just like came out oh my god Um, (laughs) but then there was but wait she wasn't in the room so i was right i wasn't pushing and he was coming out no that actually is awesome because kayla was like i'm telling you i'm gonna give birth like right now and they were just like no you're overreacting you have way more time than you think it's because you're push bearing you're bearing down and you're feeling as though he's coming out i'm like I am not doing any of this bearing. And then mom said that like cut to like, you're like, mom, just check. And she opened the thing and Leo's eyes were just looking this is at like, her. Okay. We weren't even going to talk about this, but yeah, like I literally was like, guys open, like lift up the sheet. I'm telling you something's happening. And swear <laughs> to God, this sounds like it's from a movie. They both lifted up and mom goes, oh, he's looking at me. And I'm like, what? And then she's like, she just calmly looks at Chris and she's like, Chris, go get the doctor. Chris, like full sprints out, out the hallway. And then mom's, you can tell she's staying calm, but panicking. And she goes, 
I don't know whether to put on gloves and pull them out myself or if I should just wait. So she stood there in case he like, literally fell on the floor. But by the time the doctor came in, he was n- knee length out. Like he he literally just had to pull out his legs. Okay, but isn't it the funniest thing ever that that like the first thought that came into our heads is we prove the doctor wrong? <laughs> oh, I was like so excited to be like, see, he's hanging out. <laughs> like, who cares about the baby? You're like, you were incorrect. You, yeah. You said I was overreacting and I wasn't. So yes. like, are you going to apologize or oh not? Oh my gosh, that was terrible. <laughs> um, But yeah, there and there was like so many things that when I think back, I'm like, oh my God, like the one thing, um, the umbilical cord. Oh, I'm like getting grossed up thinking I know. about it. I didn't know. Like, I know you cut <sighs> the umbilical cord, but I didn't know it. They like friggin' clip it with a chip clip. <laughs> like I have those chip clips in my drawer that Ew, I use not for the chips. Same ones, Stacy. No, I'm saying you didn't save. No, okay. I didn't save it. They use those. Like, though. I like they must have went to IKEA, purchased chip clips, and they use it for you're, the. Wait, you're not cord. exaggerating. I am not exaggerating. It is literally those chip clips. Like you know what I'm talking about? The, the ones with like the colorful yes, ones. Yes, I'm in shock. I don't know if they use just white. I can't remember what color it was, but. They clip that on <laughs> like the like a nice cord, like the small green. ones. <gasps> they clip it on, and then like I can't even remember. But I think it's like a couple weeks after it falls off. And I, when it happened, I was full screaming. And mom was like, <laughs> "Kayla, it's a normal thing." And I was like, "No," because it was. I remember I was changing him, and it was like hanging on that, by okay, like little okay, pieces. People are going to be getting so gross. I know. Thing. Anyways, but those see, are like things mother, that I had to learn. Most mothers though would be like, "Yeah, this happened," and they wouldn't be like, "They think it's like a beautiful like, thing." Like you're like gagging, you're screaming. It was so gross. I remember thinking, "Oh, when Kayla has a baby, she's gonna like change, and she's gonna be like this mature mother that I will never know how to be." Like you just stayed the same. Like you're like the 100%. best. I think you're one of the best moms I've ever met in my life. You love your kids so much. You're you you teach them amazing like they just turn out to be such amazing kids but did you change like no you're still screaming at the chip clip and bill cord falling oh it's so gross yeah no i absolutely did not change you said like you said how like just because it's my child how am i not supposed to be grossed out by this yeah just like when they are like have food on their face like i said before yeah just because it's my kid doesn't mean i don't have to be disgusted monroe monroe got mad because there was a crumb in front of me the other day he's like stacy i just need to move that I he know. hated that there was a crumb. I know. I feel bad that I've probably instilled that in him. Why is that bad? Oh, you're saying because he's, he's obsessed, obsessed about over it? it? Yeah. Well, I guess at least he'll be clean. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so how about we just go back and forth and say like disastrous things that have happened in our lives? Okay. In our careers. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I was thinking about some stories before. So it was once again one of those USA gigs that they have all the money to spend and their budgets are huge. And I'm saying this because, and, and the budget doesn't all go to us, by the way, or I'd be like a kajillionaire by now, but they just have budgets to spend on this like full event. So I went with my band. We set up at about 3 p.m. that day. And so it was like in this huge courtyard because we always go to places like in the South where it's like nice and like summery outside. So we're setting up at like three o'clock and we have our stage set up and all the sound and we've done our sound check now. And I look around and I was noticing there weren't any lights up. And I asked the organizer, what time is our set again? And they're like, oh, you guys go on at um, like 9.30 p.m. Like we were like the party band at the end of the night. So I'm looking around. I'm like, there are no lights like pointing at our stage. And I said to him, like, are there lights or like, and he's like, no, oh no, I don't, I don't think there are lights. And then I'm like, okay, but do you have lights like, like that surround this courtyard or anything? And he's like, oh, let me, let me look into it. We leave because we're supposed to like go get dinner or whatever. So we leave, we come back. It is pitch black. Like I'm talking, I cannot even see my hand in front of my face. It is so dark. There was not light coming from any window. There was not light coming from like nothing. Like, Like our car lights lit up the stage as we pulled in. And then as soon as the car got turned off, it was pitch black. Oh my God. But because they're dumb, they're like, yeah, you have to continue on with the show. So I said to them, like, like, first of all, this is dangerous, but also, like, it's a pathetic because we want our paycheck. So we're like, obviously, you should have went and rented lights or something or cancel the show. Like, do you know what I mean? But they're, like, so dumb and so young. They're just like, yeah, just, like, continue. It'll be great. So pitch black, Joe Oliva is in the band, and he is the one that was our guest who's, like, a prankster. He decides to give us the intro that we always have with lights that you need to see us for. And like, he was making like the same, he's like, now look at this. And like, they obviously couldn't see it. And we were laughing so hard. We literally could do whatever we wanted and they would not have seen us. Did people actually come to the thing? 
at first they came and then it started getting so dark and the moonlight was the only thing that could light us up and then a cloud went over the moon and then half the crowd left and then there were some stragglers and if they had all left maybe we could have stopped but because there were like 50 people still in the pitch black dark audience probably high out of their minds they stayed and we had to continue the show like that is the fun like picture just walking by this pitch black area and just having a full concert but not being able they, to see a single person and I can't explain I don't know if you guys have been in like the country like where there's like trees and stuff like that and it's truly pitch black yeah, like there's this no is light. what it was like so we asked them at one point to like light us up with their cell phones that light did not even provide enough light and we just performed in the pitch freaking black and we were laughing so hard and then Luke was doing his beatbox solo and he's like dance monkey dance <laughs> and like at the dance monkey dance part he starts oh, doing yeah, this, he like, drops funny- and like does a funny thing but he committed and he was still doing the dance and I, and I only know this because I was standing directly beside him with my eyes squinted trying to see him we were it was oh the funniest God, thing ever so funny. we get our paycheck we get in the car we drive eight hours home like what are they doing you're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Yeah, and like it's funny because it sounds like it is so unorganized, but this is just like how could people ever forget these things? Like how could they forget lights? How could they forget to invite uh, to the invite students? the students? But it's like this doesn't happen all the time. The that's best, like the best gig that we ever went to was um, it was in the United States, and oh, what I can't remember what state. I think it was like. It was somewhere in Pennsylvania, but there were 5,000 students in the audience and they were required to come to this year end show where they would fail their program. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm serious. They had to check in on an iPad and it wasn't only us performing. We were like the fun part of the night, but there were like important messages and stuff that they had to see. They were required to come or they would not graduate. So they were furious at the beginning, but then the show was awesome. And there were 5,000 kids packed, jam packed in this big auditorium. It was such a fun show. That is organization. Force them to come. <laughs> okay, since we're doing a back and forth thing, you should tell one of another disastrous mother's story. Oh my gosh. Okay, so like I, before having kids, I would look at other parents and kids and just be so judgmental, which is so mean now that I think about it. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean judgmental? Like, I would watch them and be like, oh my God, like, look at that kid on his iPad or oh my gosh, look at how much candy she's letting him have. If we were at like a birthday party, look at how much junk food they're eating. Or you'd be triggered like if if a kid was like having a temper tantrum. I remember when you were like a server, when a kid was having a temper tantrum, you'd be like, just don't bring them then. And I remember this one time, mom and I took them to Niagara Falls and we were sitting at like at the window seat where you can see the falls. In the keg. And we were like, oh, this is, yeah, that's like the best spot. You don't always get that spot. Yeah, you were at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we were at the spot. We were like watching the falls or whatever. And this was like a couple years ago. So Leo was probably two which is the worst age and Monroe was like five yeah and so they lasted maybe five minutes in the restaurant where they were being good and and we had ordered like our food and then they started getting wild and I'm like <laughs> oh god and I had the iPads fully charged in my bag just in case but we were five minutes in I'm like nope it's iPad time because we were in a fancy restaurant I'm not taking the chance of having and you just wanted a night yeah like and it's like if they're gonna go on the iPad for half an hour till we wait for our food fine who cares so I give them the iPad And like immediately there's this woman sitting over at the side with her husband and she was probably like 50 or 60 and she literally like taps the table to get her husband's attention and she goes, look at those kids on their iPad while they're sitting in front of this beautiful view. And I'm like, mom? And I... (laughs) 
I'm like, mom, this is what she said. Cause she was right there. Like, like I you could wanted to go hear her tell her and see her. And I'm like, they are judging me. And this is so, but then I'm like, you oh were God, that, that lady me before. And it's so mean because it's like, you truthfully do not understand until you're in the situation. So please just do not judge people like I did. The one time that you made me understand the most is because I remember Leo was being really bad. Remember we were in like Williams or something and, and he just like, they're such good kids, but then they just have their moment where they'll snap and be psychopaths. Yeah. So Leo was like freaking out and he just like, he didn't like the feeling of the seat or something and he wanted my seat or I don't know. He starts crying or something. And then you said, what I should do right now is take him and say, okay, we're leaving now you can't act like this in a public place we're leaving and you're in trouble but you said then I have to lose out and yeah. I can't see you Stacy. we hadn't seen each other in so long then we can't hang out as a family then we're not going to have this you won't get to see your nephews yeah. and it's like I know it's it sounds easier said than done but it's like more inconvenient to discipline them in that moment because yes. then you you as an adult lose out on other important things like yeah. seeing your family you haven't seen him forever or so we made him stand outside <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'll punish him. And I just like literally took him aside and he was over it within two seconds. And some of the things when they're freaking out that I do, I I will try everything. Everyone can give great advice and be like, you should try this. You should try this. And the thing is, I have tried all of that. So, for example, Monroe has recently started this thing where he's like, nope, I'm going to not go to bed nicely. And he'll just call me and he'll tell me random things that aren't important. And he'll keep going and going and going. So I've gone to the point where I'm like, I am out of ideas because I tr- I've tried the nice tactic. I've tried telling him off. I've tried taking away things. So now I'm like, so bad. I'm like, he gets really s- scared in the dark. <laughs> so he has like, we leave the hall light on and like, he has like a little nightlight. And I'm like, okay. I So I'll be like, Monroe, if you do not stop, I am turning off all of the lights. And then he'll be like, no, mom, don't do that. I'm like, okay, then stop. And he won't stop. So I turn off every single light. It's pitch black. I secretly get scared to run back up the stairs because it's pitch black. <laughs> And then if he keeps going and he's like screaming at the top of this his is lungs, the bad part. I'll walk so slowly down the stairs so that he can't hear me. And then I'll just like, I'll be at his door and I'll open it and go, what? Like, like you're so trying to scare loud, him. Like, scare him and he'll be like, ah. like so, <laughs> he's just so scared that he's like, there's like, there's no way I'm going to keep screaming. So, and it works every time. So some That's people like last resort. <laughs> like I, I can't explain how awful it is when I'm sitting there for hours and he's just committing scream. That only happens if I like don't give him a bedtime snack. He'll be like, I want a snack. I want a snack. And he'll keep going for hours. Because he knows that if he keeps going that you'll get he'll get a snack. Well, now he knows that I'll shut off the light and scare the crap out of him. <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, it's it's terrible it. and I feel really bad for doing that. But And then didn't he start doing, oh my God, you told me about like the night terror thing or whatever? <gasps> okay. Because this is he... also why I think it's funny because Kayla hasn't changed and she does stuff like like immature stuff, whereas most mothers like stay strong and are mature or whatever. Yeah. Tell this one story. This is so funny to me. Okay, so Monroe, I, it was something that he did that I had no idea what it was. So I had to research it and I, I realized he hasn't had them in a while, but he gets night terrors sometimes. And, and so, when you say night terror, it's like not a nightmare. It's not a nightmare. The reason you're saying terror is because of... So they get in this state where... <laughs> They're still asleep, but they're like up, like they're sitting physically up. Almost like sleepwalking. Like sleepwalking, which is horrifying. But you're not supposed to wake them up and you're supposed to just sit with them and soothe them and like hold them. Wait, so what kind of stuff? Like, will his eyes open? Sometimes. (gasps) And it is so scary. And like, does he kind of like rock back and forth? That's what I'm imagining. He freaks out. It's actually really sad. So he'll be like, like doing this and stuff. But the first time it happened, I was like, what the frig is happening? Because it seemed like there was like a zombie in him or something. So he's sitting there and he's he's saying mumble, like he's mumbling words that aren't making sense, but some of them are. This is actually your worst nightmare. It was so scary. Mother or not. I have a fear in like sleepwalkers. Like I think it's so scary (laughs) that you shouldn't wake them up and just allow them to like destroy the house or whatever they do because they can be violent. So the first night I was like, for sure. I swear to God. No, I know. But like we've seen it in the movie, like stuff brothers and stuff but like no if you wake them up that they can get aggressive that's a fact this isn't a debate okay I'm just look saying. it up okay 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 um but yeah so these night terrors he would just be in this state that you can't wait you're not supposed to wake him up but couldn't you just be like like 
And like see if his I, eyes would snap open. I tried. So the first time this happened, I didn't know it was night terrors. And I'm like, Monroe, Monroe, because I thought he was having a seizure because he was shaking so much. So I was like, Monroe. And he wasn't waking up. And I was like, oh my God. And I got Chris. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. But then he just fin- eventually went back to sleep, checked that he was breathing. He was fine. This is horrifying. Then after I realized what it was, because I researched it, I realized it was night terror. So I'm like, okay, this is horrifying. So then I started doing the holding thing where I had to hug him but he's like like in my arms <laughs> making these horrifying noises mumbling shaking sometimes opening wait, wait, his wait. eyes he goes yeah he'll be like mom like no I'm dead serious like because he's mumbling his words like like that so I'm like this is so full scary. out walking dead but I have to be a parent right now but this is the thing about people that I love about you so much Kayla as a mom like you're such a good mom but then you'll admit like I feel like I know so many moms that would be like oh it's like it's so sad it's my baby like like I would never be scared of him like you're like no this is a zombie like this is Walking Dead and I am horrified and you also are immature in the things that you're scared of too because you are fully scared of like monsters scared of the dark like well okay you said the monster thing like they've said that monsters were under their bed and then I'm like guys clearly there's not monsters under your bed let me look and then I'm my stomach is in a pit when I'm (laughs) when I'm down like checking their closet for monsters or looking under the bed I want to throw up but I'm like stop being ridiculous guys there's nothing in your closet because you're and like, I'm like so scared there's a monster there. and I like open the door so fast and I'm so scared this is oh my god every time I talk and I listen to the episode after I'm like why did I say that this isn't even a confession this is just my life I and know. it's so embarrassing it's a disaster disaster episode anyways yeah this is my disaster stories because I'm like I should not be doing this as a parent but I am the thing is though this is just our life like I know so many people that for sure have the same experience as you I know so many musicians that for sure actually I have one more story okay. that have that have the same experience as me this was when this was like a large group of people sometimes I get hired to do these flash mobs and like when I say flash mob it's exactly what you think like we have to pretend we're normal and then burst into song for a group of people that don't know you're about to burst into song let me tell you something. If you're getting like hired and paid to do that, you don't want to do that. You're fully just doing it for the money. There's no enjoyment in like faking your character and then bursting into song. Like yeah. I I can tell you if if you're doing that for fun then I don't you need to check yourself because it is like the most stressful embarrassing situation I've ever been put in. But the the one that I remember the most is there was a group of us and it was like the best singers ever. Like they were so, like the most talented people. We went into this fancy house and we had to like set the backyard up like it was like when I say backyard, I mean like this was a mansion in Toronto. The backyard was like a full football field. And we all had to pretend that we, <laughs> that we were like a character. And the, then the people co- attending the party were going to come in. And then all of a sudden we were going to burst into song and like surprise like the, the person who lived there or whatever. So we had to pretend that we were characters and I got a list of the characters and it was like gardener, <laughs> like hostess, bartender, oh painter, like the, these strange. So I was like, clearly I want to be the bartender. Like I, I used to be a bartender. So I'll just like stand behind the bar and like give people drinks, I guess, or whatever. But then I was like, oh, no, wait, it's a fake bar. There are no drinks behind it. Oh, no. So. The funniest part was the guy who had to pretend he was a gardener is like the most stylish, like crazy singer dancer. And like he had to put on like overalls and a hat and like put dirt on his legs and be like, like raking leaves in the thing. And it was like, I was laughing so hard. This was like a professional singer, like doing this character. So I was the bartender. I had to like put like a wet towel over my shoulder. Like, like oh my God. And like I did get really into character. Like I'd be like, oh, like, and I put like the towel on my shoulder. I'd be like shaking like a margarita, but there was no margarita in there. And we had to commit to this character for an hour I was filming secretly the gardener being like how long can you rake these leaves for because he was raking it for an hour okay so then finally it's this is always the song you have to sing at a, at a friggin flash mob everybody always requests the song but it's like do 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 don't stop yeah. believing so like hold their arms up in the oh, air 100%. like 100% so then it's like just a small town girl living in a lonely world. Right? That's the first line. 
Not a single person turned around and looked at us. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> so then uh, it's like took the midnight train going anywhere. Maybe they think it's the radio. Maybe they haven't noticed yet. <gasps> Kaka Gardner singer in a smoky room. Like they, ju- you guys just blended in so well that they didn't think you were performing. No, what we started to notice is they were like, "What the heck is going on? <laughs> Why They're is this Gardner so singing? weird?" Yes, like and like it was a international group of people that could not speak English that were at this thing. Oh so that's god. another thing that they didn't think through so this large international group of people that like do not speak a lick of English all of a sudden look over at the man that's been ra- raking leaves for the last hour and he's going smell a wine and cheap perfume and then we all had to get on the deck and be like don't stop and like we're doing a full choreog- choreographed dance I like come out of the bar like set my shaker cup down whatever <laughs> you're wet down. they were not watching us they were way too uncomfortable they started going to the other side of the yard and we <laughs> We need to get away from they, these they, weirdos. They literally, like the one lady was like, oh, like she did this. Like, and I remember laughing so hard because the hostess was like, um, she she went like, con, con, like at that part. And she's a dancer and she went, con, con. the lady was like, oh, and she ran. Like she ran to the other side of this large, massive yard. So we, and then the thing is, you want your paycheck though, right? Yeah. So, we're hitting like all the beats so hard. I'm singing so hard. I think it's hilarious. My friend, my my best friends are there, and we're like, this is the funniest thing we've ever seen. And then it's like, don't stop. Silence. There was no applause. No one even cared that we sang. They all were like, huh. and then all you heard was like, so they were watching us, but from way far at the other side of the yard. And then it was like, don't stop. And then everyone just started having a conversation with each other again. And was that it? That was your only song? We went home. Oh that was it. God. These are the kind of things that I do. And this was last year. Like I was like oh one God. of the people there was like a famous pop star and and I was like a finalist on America's Got Talent. I'm like singer in a smoke <laughs> room with like a fake bartender's outfit on. <laughs> this is what happens. And we got paid a lot of money to do it too. <laughs> but it's I I love that you think it's hilarious. Though. I love it. Like cuz I remember the one gig where no one showed up. I remember I remember dad being like, oh, hon, I'm sorry. I feel like, really no, bad for this you. is literally the funniest thing I've ever experienced. It was so like, fun because I have so well, many good ones, paid. right? Like that would suck if you didn't get paid. But it's not, it's not all about the money. No, like it's but... awesome that we got paid, but I have so many great, uh, awesome gigs to be thankful for. Yeah. These ones are awesome. Like I would much rather be pre- pretending I'm a bartender, like going Shangarana, than like t- typing at a computer. That's just like not what I want to do. You know what I mean? So okay. to me, that's fun. And you have to be fearless. And so it really does teach you a lesson that like, yeah, if you have to pretend to rake leaves for an hour, I have this on my Instagram as well. I have it in one of my Instagram stories. You can see like it's called Flash Mob. It is so funny. Anyway. so funny. Oh, our lives are nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, that's just a little glimpse into our lives and like the stories that have happened. We have so many more too, but like this is just some disastrous things that have happened to and this episode, we are going to play a little game. Okay, I think it's really fun, but you're always like, oh, that's a weird game. But I think it's fun. Okay, so you're going <laughs> to tell me if, like, I'm going to ask you a question. If this happened in your relationship, would that be a deal breaker or not? Okay? No, because the one time you gave me an example and you said, would it be a deal breaker if someone comments on celebrity posts? Would it be? No, Kayla. It would be for me. So you're obsessed with celebrities, but you don't want someone to post on I celebrity things. I admitted that I posted one time to Caitlin Bristow <laughs> and she didn't respond and I was humiliated ever since. So if someone just did this on a regular basis, that's weird. Okay. So that's why I don't think the game is fun because the only deal breaker let me ask had... these questions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. First, your boyfriend's name. Your, your Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so you go on a date with a guy named Bill, who is the same name as our father. Oh, so the deal breaker is would I date someone with the same name as my dad? Yeah. Bill. I feel like that's not a name anymore. No, it's not. Okay, side note, your fiance, though, is dating you and his sister's name is Kayla. His little sister's name is Kayla. Oh, yeah. So should he dump you, (laughs) Chris? I feel like it's different sister and dad. No. Chris... Leave her. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Your date claps every time a plane lands. I clap every time a plane oh lands. Oh, my gosh. This is my cut Stacy. Cut Stacy. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Can I you say something? You clap every single time a plane lands. Hold on. 
Joe Oliva, our previous guest, and I have a very strong stance on this. So you're telling me I can get up on stage and sing you a stupid song, playing with my guitar, dancing around, and a whole audience is going to clap for me. But then a man, one single man, takes us in a metal flying bird across the sky, (laughs) lands us without killing us, and you're offended that I'm clapping for him? I actually don't know why I'm trying to pretend that that's like a bad thing, because I like the claps. (laughs) I do. And I don't like playing this act that I don't. So I I do. And I've clapped many times. So can we just move on? Because I don't like it. I, I do like the clapping and I do appreciate everything the pilot does. And... I think I just saw this question on a website and thought it was a good one. I love how, like, especially what I said, like, really triggered you. And you're like, yeah. No, but it's true. And I was going to try to come back and be like, oh, what would you do? Clap every time someone drives you somewhere? But it's like, no, you're right. Like, <laughs> our hands are in the life of one human being. And they always do such a great job. So I can't breathe. Okay. <laughs> because when you, it is dumb, right? Like, yeah, you're clapping yeah, yeah, yeah. so hard for me. So hard for me. Oh, and then... <laughs> Oh my no, God. I agree. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a for sure not a deal breaker for me. <laughs> you faked it. Okay, uh, okay. Your date says mm, every time they chew. Ew. <laughs> like they're just like they're eating like, and like. Okay, mm. well, they love food, which is a really good thing for me. But no, I would I would say you're gonna need to stop making that sound. I don't like repetitive sounds. I don't like when people make sounds with their mouth or like if they're clicking on a table or something and that I think yeah. would drive me bonkers so here's the thing whereas most people would just like let it happen and be like oh I can't be with this guy I would say excuse me sir I, I notice you're mmming every time you eat can you stop that and then if he can't he can't this is the game this is <sighs> the fake game no, I don't think I could handle it okay could deal you? breaker say it deal breaker deal breaker okay no I couldn't deal with that oh. <laughs> um your date doesn't know the difference between there, there, and there. Oh, my gosh. Like, they don't know the difference. I try to tell them, and then they, like, debate me on it. No, they just, like, literally don't get it. Okay, like they well, just that's just basic education. Yeah. So, so No, I, I'm not dating a child. So you have to follow the rules. Say, deal breaker. Deal breaker, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they are a really bad tipper. Oh my gosh, you want to know what someone... No. You're getting so stressed out I know. every single question. I am getting so stressed out because there is someone that I know that... You, oh, this make, infuriates me. They used to wait until everybody tipped first and then they would pay for their meal and then they would think... Then they would like, scra- like scramble the money all up together. So nobody knows how much he actually tipped. Oh. So it just made us all look like our tip was less. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he That's would just douchey. put... He would just... Oh my God, it's the rudest thing ever. He would leave zero dollars every time so then I caught him doing it and then I would say I would like to hand in all our money separately please and he'd be like oh no actually uh, maybe we'll just put it in a pile here and I'm like no I would like to hand in separately because I noticed that you don't tip and I don't want it to look like I tip less and everyone was like oh and then, oh my god yeah it was in my so band it, was, it wasn't in my you? band it wasn't someone that was in my band they thought they were in my band but they they would do it all the time and then my band was shocked that I said something to him and then I and then that's awful. Yes, it's a deal breaker. It's awful. It's so sneaky. Like, yeah. have appreciation for a person helping you out. Yeah. Okay. I do also so believe, though, that... But I do also believe that the government should pay waiters and waitresses more money because it's not fair that... It all depends on... That it all yeah. depends on our tip. Because yeah. that's... Like, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't tip, but, like, also they should get minimum wage at least. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I know this is a trigger for you. Oh, no. They order food for you when you go out. Do you want me to tell the story? Yes. We forgot to talk about this person on the dating episode because mm-hmm. I guess I don't really count this person as like a boyfriend or whatever. But after my in between my long term boyfriend and before Mark, I dated this guy and he, it was I met him at like a subway stop. <laughs> sounds sounds weird. But he was like in like a suit and he looked I actually don't like suits, but he was in like a suit and he looked all like bougie and like he was super romantic to me and asked for my number, blah, 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 blah. We started like seeing each other. We went on like a bunch of dates and he came and saw me sing somewhere, blah, blah, blah. We go out on a date one time and he said, we're going to, we were at Young and Dundas Square and he said, we're going to uh, Pickle Barrel. And I said, oh, did you know that there's this deal on at at, uh, Milestones tonight? And he was just like, I said, we're going to Pickle Barrel. And I said, "Uh, well, there better be some amazing surprise with balloons and sparkles there because you're very 
uh, adamant that we're going to Pickle Barrel. Like, he was just so rude how he said it. And then I was like, okay. So we go to Pickle Barrel. We sit down. The waiter comes over. He goes, I'll have the um, steak and da 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 and she'll have the fish, blah, 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 blah. He ordered me fish and something. Which, like, would be everybody's last option, I feel. Well, some people like fish, it, but the one he picked for me was terrible. And then and then I looked at the waiter with the scariest eyes. and I said, excuse me, sir, you're going to need to come back in a second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he leaves. I said, don't you ever order for me ever again? What do you think you were doing? And he wasn't trying to do it in a romantic way. I don't know yeah. what the heck he was doing. But he's like... I, I, I'm trying to be a gentleman. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That is, we're in 2020 here. Like, I get to look at the menu and I get to pick what I want tonight. Yeah. And then he was like so offended that I did this. I wanted to leave. So we left. I broke up with him the next day. And then I remember I was auditioning for Big Brother at the time. And he had never heard of that show before, which is also crazy within itself. And then I went to the Big Brother audition and he was in line ahead of me. You had to wake up at like 6 a.m. to go to this audition. He was in the line ahead of me. And I said, what are you doing here? He's like auditioning for Big Brother. So he's a sociopath who clearly like he knew that you were going to the audition. Oh, sorry. I should have said that. He knew I was going to the audition the next day because I was excited to talk about it. He had never heard of the show. But then the next day he's at the audition because I broke up with him the night before. And then I said, you're being like a creepy stalker right now. And then he texted me later. And he said, I hate you. And he called me, he called me the C word. And then he said, you don't have the ballerina type body to be able to be picking and choosing who you're breaking up with. And I laughed so hard. It was so funny. It was so funny. But anyway, like, that's like the meanest thing ever. But we, I was laughing so hard with my family. And then remember, he said, I'm going to. Remember, he said, I'm going to call Bill, my Don't dad, even say this and, and tell him. And then he said, like, some weird sexual thing after that I yeah. did not do with him. And he was just like literally a psychopath. But that's the creepy part is that I guess when you meet someone at a subway stop that gives you their number, like they could be a psychopath. The craziest part about the whole story is that he ordered you fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's the like. He really like, doesn't know me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. Deal breaker. (laughs) Okay, when you're upset and like maybe feeling passionate and he tells you to relax. (laughs) Okay, relax is the worst word ever. But Kayla, you answer this one. I (sighs) relax. Like, I'm trying to like trick you. Relax. Maybe said this one time (laughs) seven and a half years ago when we first started dating. Uh, that is not the proper word. And for anyone who ever thinks that's okay, l- l- take this advice and don't ever say it again. And oh, oh my god! And I, I think I think there's been one time where like he's like, oh my god, you're you're being crazy. That's it. You're being crazy. Oh, you want to see crazy? <laughs> No, you're looking at me this really isn't crazy. You're like, looking like deep in my eyes. No, as you're saying I it. just think that that's so demeaning. And like, if I'm feeling upset, I I have a right to feel upset, and you can't just tell me to relax or stop being crazy. You know what you're like? It's like Marty McFly in Back to the Future when people call him chicken. It's like a trigger yeah, word. Like, Don't call me. A he's chicken. like, he's like, what'd you say? And they're like, chicken. And he's like, say yeah. it again. Yeah. And then he can't handle it. So your trigger words are relax and you're being crazy. Stop being crazy. Because to me, it's just that's very demeaning. Yeah, so you're just being triggered like Marty McFly. Yeah. I'm going to call you McFly from now on. It's not a deal breaker, but it's McFly. Like a- oh my God, stop McFly. It. You know when he knocks on his head? No, I don't remember those. Oh, I love that movie. movie. <laughs> Anyways, we hope we gave. Wait, it ended <laughs> with McFly. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen Back to the Future or all of the ones after it, like it's the best thing ever. Actually, Mark, I do love Back to the Future. Mark doesn't like it, and that was almost a deal breaker. So, does your boyfriend like Back to the Future? Deal breaker. <laughs> I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Cause we love what we do without a doubt. So we wanna thank you for taking the time, Mo. So here we go, we bustin', we bustin' around, Mo. This is our podcast, we're here to stay. My name is Kayla, this is Stacey K. Okay, that, uh... I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there. Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing the rap anymore. It here first. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about. Hey-ho.